You're listening to a message from Impact Student Ministry, a middle and high school-oriented production of The Summit Church. Isn't that just so disgusting? Oh, man, going to marriage, you know, and weddings and kissing people. Oh, my goodness. I love what they said about how babies are, like, starting to be made. I think that's probably the best. Hey, that's actually next week. We can't wait to talk with you all about that conversation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but tonight, before we get there, y'all, we're going to try and answer that question of love. I mean, we, we really are. You, you, the question that was kind of thrown out there at the beginning is the same question I'll ask you guys, like, what is love? And other leaders like, baby, don't hurt me, don't hurt me, whoa, oh, 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 oh. No, 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 we're not talking about that song. We're not going back to 93. Listen, I know you love my singing, you know, dude. Some of the leaders are bobbing their head like, yeah. Guys, what is love? Let's talk about it. Who has some answers for, like, what, what love is? How, how, would you, uh, how would you define it? Yeah, David, I saw him. What you got, bro? I, what, what's love to you? Starbucks. Okay, all right, well. Hey, David, come here. I got something for you. Thank you so much for your great response. Actually, have a donut for you, my friend. Here we go. This is a great answer. Hey, and by the way, these are the Krispy Kreme love uh, donuts where I love you, I'm yours. Hey, you. There you go. Grab your one. Absolutely. Does anybody else have an answer for, uh, for, for love? Yeah, let's see. Okay. Uh, yes, ma'am. What you got for love? Yes. That's awesome. Do you want to come up and just teach tonight? Like that's, that's the best answer I've ever heard. That's awesome. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come get a donut. Yeah. All right. Did y'all hear what she said? When two people can just understand each other and like be there for each other. I think I'm just going to give her the mic. That's, that's wonderful. Yes. G- great. Great answer. Come on up and get yourself a donut. Uh, there we go. Next. Uh, yes, ma'am. What is love? Family. Family's love. That's perfect. You can come up and get yourself a donut as well if you would like to. Absolutely. Uh, yes, ma'am. What do you got for love? What is it? What's she saying? A commitment. A commitment is love. Come on up and get a donut. Let's get a couple more. Hey, let's get, uh, where's some of my high, where are my high schoolers at? Seth, what is love? I didn't get it. What is it? Somebody you take them out to eat with. Come on up, Seth. That's a great answer. I love it. All right, let's go. Uh, somebody else. Yes, ma'am, right here. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's really deep. All right, come on up and get a donut. God chooses a soulmate for you. That's great. Uh, yes, sir. What you got? Love is Jesus. Come on, get a donut. That's perfect. That's perfect. What else we have? Yes, ma'am. What do you got? Somebody you can put your trust in. That's perfect. Well, you, I, I trust you to have a donut. How about that? That's fantastic. And let's see. Uh, yeah, Riley, what you got? Was it? Truck parts? All right, we're going to stop on that. Come get a donut, Riley, for your truck parts. Okay. Hey, and we'll, we'll, we'll save the rest of these for later, okay? Hey, hey, you guys with your hands up, see me after the message. I got you, okay? All right, hey, listen. So truck parts is love. Um, you know, a soulmate is love. Sure, family's love. All those are love. That's, that's great. Uh, I, I think those are beautiful answers, and some of you guys even went, let me close this. I might get hungry the whole message because they're just sitting here looking at me the whole time, you know? Hey, but I think for a lot of us, whenever we talk about love, 
Some of us get really excited, like, oh, my goodness, oh, this is great. I'm so, oh, wow, wow, this is awesome. Others are like, dude, I don't want anything to do that. I don't want to touch it. I'm so afraid of it. It's disgusting. Get out of my life. Others are sitting out, sitting out here right now. I'm getting so excited looking at those donuts. Like, some of us are sitting out here right now, and you don't want anything to do with love because of how hurt you were before. And, like, you're never going to date again, and you don't want anything to do with that. Others of us are sitting out here, and you're like, I just wish I could find somebody that would, quote, unquote, love or date or want to be with me. So, hey, I've got a couple examples for us, though, for love. A lot of times when it comes to love, like in high school and in middle school, right, let's be real, this is like texting is kind of how we show love to people, you know, like, you know, actually, guys, we text more than we make phone calls, and like, you guys know that, but as leaders and as adults, we're like, dude, when, when we were growing up, like, you would only text if you didn't have game, like, if you weren't confident to talk to a girl on the phone, you would text her, right? Now, that's how you guys communicate. Texting is like what you do all the time, right? Next thing we do a lot of times is this. Man, we got streaks. And like, I got to have a streak, and like, I keep it consistent every day as long as possible. That's how I show my love to my boo thing or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever you want to call it. Next, after that, what do we have coming up here? Boom. How about scrunchies? You got a scrunchie? Throw it up in the air. Yeah, throw your scrunchie up. I got one from my, uh, from my boo thing here. I am not throwing it out. Okay, this is my scrunchie for my wife. I'm going to keep it. Hey, scrunchies, like, yo, let's be honest. Like, that's how you show, like, you are with that person. You love them. They love you. Guys, I mean, I think a lot of times, too, like, you guys pull it off pretty well. You wear, I don't know if this matches, but you guys do a lot better than I do with scrunchies. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to show love. Next thing after scrunchies, what we have? Posting. You guys ever have a nice post about your boyfriend or your girlfriend, that guy that you like so much? Yeah, absolutely. We throw posts up. After posts we have coming up. Holding hands. Oh, I'm looking to see if anybody's holding hands right now. Some of us. Holding hands, putting your arm around somebody. You know, that's a beautiful, wonderful way to kind of show it. Next one, I know somebody mentioned, I think, already. How about gifts? Presents. You know, like, that's, you show how you love somebody because you buy them things and you get them things. And after gifts, all right, we've got dates. Dates are a really, really big one. If you guys don't know, Valentine's Day is when? It's Friday. It's right here. So if you, don't ha- if you don't have a date yet, guys, and, like, you're dating a girl and you haven't called and got reservations or something for cookout, then you better hustle up with that, okay? Because it's going to fill up. There's going to be no trays left for you. And last, but certainly not least, I think this is probably the best one, right? Love it's being there for them. It's being there for that person and loving that person as much as you possibly can. A lot of you guys hinted at that. It's awesome. Hey, if you guys can stay with me, that'd be great. That'd be great. That'd be great. That'd be great. I know the donuts got y'all excited. Hey, but being there for that person, that's, that's really what, what we talk about for love. I had the Webster's definition for you guys because, you know, I'm still a teacher at heart. Guys, love is this. Love is a feeling of strong or constant affection for a person. If we can say it all together, everybody, even high schoolers, stay with me. What is love? Love is a of strong or affection for a person. Okay. Hey, y'all, when we jump into this whole thing of love, I got to figure out where my audience is. I know you guys are still excited, but I think for a lot of us, like in a relationship, you're probably trying to find love. Right, like even like in middle school, guys, when we're working through things and we're trying to get there, right? Like, love something that like we we ideally would love to find. And, and a lot of times we look at it kind of this way: we say like, on TV, The Bachelor. Everybody knows for a fact if you watch The Bachelor season one's just like season twenty now. But we got our man here, Peter. 
And you know what Peter's looking for? He's been saying the whole season this year, I am trying to find love. I want to find it. It's the most important thing in my life. I have to absolutely find it regardless. That's my one focus. Hey, and I think for some of us, you might be sitting in middle school and like, dude, I I don't really know what love is yet. Like, I'm not even ready for this. I'm not really looking for love. But you're looking for that affection. You're looking for that connection with somebody. Hey, and tonight, we're going to talk about why we feel that way. But we're also going to talk about how dangerous that can be. You see, it gets quiet. Because it's fun when we talk about love and joke and all these things. But if we're real about love, sometimes, guys, it can put us in bad spots. And if we're not careful, we can think we love somebody so much, that's the only person that we see. We stop hanging out with friends. We stop hanging out with our family. We stop doing things that we really want to do. We feel like God wants to do for our life because instead we feel like, man, I think he might want this for my life. Or maybe she would like me better if I did this. And we, we start to question, like, is it really what God wants for my future or is it what my boyfriend wants for my future? Or is it, you know, or is it what my girlfriend wants for my future? I, I don't know what to do. I'm just... It's such a strong affection and connection with somebody. I feel like I just, I, I have to have it. Hey, y'all, this is where we're going tonight, and it's going to get very real. I'm going to slide this way because the mic's making some noise, okay? That was a very bad defensive slide, but here's where we're going. Guys, the person you date, all right, the person you have a relationship with, I don't care if you're in middle school, high school, if you are in college, if you are a leader, right? The person you date, the person you're married to, they're not supposed to be the most important part of your life. It's supposed to be a very big part of your life. Very, very, very fun, loving part of your life, sure. A helpful part of your life, absolutely. But y'all, the problem is, if they are the most important part of your life, y'all are missing something. Hey, and Christians in the room, if you're here and if you follow Jesus and if you're trying to figure out this whole God thing, y'all, this is huge for us because we, we can't mess this up. And I love my wife more than anything. But we got to be sure it's not the most important part of my life and of our lives and of where we're going. Because that's not how God intends for us to live. Hey, if you're here and if you're not sure about God or sure about Jesus and you're checking everything out, man, we're so glad you're here. Thank you for coming. What we're going to talk about tonight is still fantastic advice for you and your dating relationship because it's going to help. Because a lot of times we, we find ourselves finding our identity in that person, our happiness in that person, and, man, they let us down. But, hey, guys, so... Uh, I want to challenge y'all with something, uh, and to do that, I want to ask y'all a question. Any, just show of hands, show of hands, show of hands. Uh, any fans that go in the movies in here? Some of us, yeah? A lot of us, a lot of us? Okay. Hey, a really, really cool thing about the movie for me, I love going to movies because I feel like it's an escape from reality, right? You just go, all right, sh- sh- y'all stay with me. It's like in the dark, you know, it's like air conditioning. Now they have reclining seats, so like I try and stay awake the whole time instead of like snoring the whole time. But yeah, we go, and like, y'all, movies are kind of expensive, though, especially when you're older. you got to buy, like, an actual adult ticket, not a student ticket. And you got to buy popcorn and a drink. And if it's a date, fellas, be ready to spend, like, a cool 30, 40 bucks. Like, it, it, especially, you, you can't go and not get them popcorn and a drink, okay? Trust me for Valentine's. So, but y'all, going to movies is fun. Hey, and just out of curiosity, when you go to the movies, when you're excited about going to the movies, and like, man, I cannot wait for this movie. I've been waiting for it for so long. This is awesome. Does anybody get there and they're like, only thing I want to see is the previews? Probably not, right? I got a couple people clapping. I'm happy for you guys. For the most part, though, guys, the previews and the trailers that come out, I mean, they're good to see, right? But, like, if you're anything like me when it comes to the movies, I'm like, dude, 
There's going to be like 15 or 20 minutes of previews. If the movie starts at 7, I can get there like at 7.15 or 7.20, right? I don't need to see all those previews, all that stuff, all that junk, because I want to see the movie I've been waiting for. I want to see the main event. I want to see the premiere. I want to see what, like, the, the, the big thing is. Like, this is what I'm here for. This is what I paid for. And I think for some of us, y'all, we get so stuck in our relationship that we might miss that in life. Hey, Christians in the room, some of us, we might get so stuck in previews and in trailers and all these things that we miss the most important thing that God has for us. And I kind of phrased it like this. I said, yo, don't be so stuck in your relationship that you miss out on the main feature. Hey, our God is a God that wants a relationship with you. And I know you guys were in a relationship series, and we're talking about goals, and we're talking about dating a boyfriend and a girlfriend. That's so important. But, y'all, if we lose sight of this, and if we say, yeah, I'm actually more excited about the previews, I'm actually more excited about all these other things and these earthly relationships that are good, that are important, but, y'all, like, you're, you're missing the whole thing here. Like, if you guys are so excited, imagine going on premiere night to go see Star Wars. I know a lot of you, I know a lot of you guys went to Star Wars. You guys are excited about it, or Frozen 2, or whatever it is you want to go see. But just imagine, like, your dad takes you to see this movie, and you're sitting there, and it's great. And then all of a sudden, when the previews are done, like, all right, yep, we're leaving. Like, dude, I've been waiting for this for so long. Like, this is what you're here for. Hey, Christians, this is why Jesus left us here when he went back up to heaven, because he said, hey, I need you to live. I need you to tell others about me and have a relationship with me still. And this is something we can't miss out on. The main feature is still here for us. So don't let some of these relationships throw us off sight for that. Hey, and to talk deeper about this, I'm going to go to the book of Mark. Everybody say Mark. 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 Okay. We're going to go to Mark 12, and we're going to go to the message translation here. And this is a really, really cool moment. All right? This is where Jesus is walking through the temples all right, in Jerusalem. And, and Jesus at this time, the people who worked at the temple, they thought they knew everything about God. They thought they knew everything about a religion. They didn't believe Jesus was who he said he was. They didn't think he was the main feature. They didn't think he was the big deal. He really, they really just thought he was somebody who was coming as a false prophet. So I'm not going to believe anything Jesus says. He's some crazy wacko. I don't want to listen to him. Well, Jesus is walking, and people are asking him questions, so Jesus is answering those questions. And this is, this is really cool because one of the scholars wants to talk more with Jesus after he gets done talking. And this is how Mark records it. Mark says this, One of the religion scholars come up to Jesus, hearing the lively exchanges of question and answer, and seeing how sharp Jesus was in his answers, he threw out his own question. He says this, Hey, Jesus, which is the most important of all commandments? Hey, commandments is in yeller, okay? Everybody say yeller. All right. It's, yeah, you know why it's in yellow? Because it's super important. Hey, guys, this is not a, it's, it's not, he doesn't ask him what's most important of all requests, what's most important of all, you know, suggestions, what's most important of all things that would help you. He says commandments. You know what a commandment is? When you have a torna tornado warning last Thursday at school and you guys have to go home or if you're in the classroom, guess what it means? Like, it's not like a request to say, hey, you might want to stay away from the window. You might want to come inside. It's like, no, this is what you have to do. I'm commanding you to do this because we want to protect you and want to look out for you. The same thing here, a commandment is something that Jesus is trying to give us to say, dude, I am trying my hardest to protect you and look out for you and want what is best for you. And this is how Jesus answers this guy's question. Jesus says the first commandment in importance is this. He says, listen, Israel, the Lord your God is what? One. One. So love the Lord God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence and energy. Guys, he said the Lord your God is what? Not two, not three, not four, not five. He said, he said one. And when we're, we're talking about one here, I'm talking like if you guys ever make a list or things that you have to do. Like the first and most important thing on that list, 
That's Jesus. That, that's where Jesus is saying it's got, it's got to be God. If it's not God, then we're missing this whole thing. He's saying the most important thing that you have to do to protect yourself and look out for yourself and do what's best for your life and, and what's best for your future, you got to have God first. You have to. And we're, I'm going to tell you how to do that here in a, in a, in a minute. It, Jesus keeps going. There's one more commandment that's super important that has to do with relationships, and this is it. Jesus says the second most important commandment besides loving God first in your life, he says to love others as well as you love who? Yourself. He doesn't say to love others like you want to. He doesn't say to love others if you feel like it. He doesn't say love others like your little brother, who you guys, let's be honest, you guys probably don't love him as well as you should, right? All right. He doesn't say, hey, love them like one of your chemistry teachers who drives you crazy, right? He doesn't say to love other people like whenever, whenever it's a good day for you to love and you're feeling like I'm in the spirit. No. He says to love them as well as you love yourself. There's no other commandments that ranks with these. Hey, so to sum this up and to say where we are right now, what Jesus, was Jesus talking about dating? Nah, not, not, not really. This is, what, this is where Jesus was going. I'm going to tell you how it relates to dating. Jesus says this. Jesus says, love God first and everybody else equal to how you love yourself. So again, love God first. He's got to be first. He's got to be the center. He's, he's, he's got to be the thing that you care about more than anything else. And then you can love everybody else as equal as you love yourself. The same way you like yourself. The same way you care about yourself. It means you're not ugly. It means you're not hateful. It means you're going to be loving and kind in that situation. And that's good, again, for family, for school, for friends, for ex-friends, for all that junk that we face, for people who bother you and bully you and just drive you insane. It would be great if we loved them like we love ourselves. But if we flip it to dating, this is what I think Jesus would say. Jesus would say, love God first and then love them just like you love yourself. Hey, again, 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 love God first. And when it comes to them, that guy or that girl that you're dating, that you're interested in, that you might, might have a future with, you love them just like you love yourself. I have a picture for y'all with this. This is something that uh, Whitney and I had when we kind of first started dating. I did not draw this. I am not this crafty by any means. All right, stick figures, dude, they're tough. Let's be honest, all right? If you, if you are, you know, illiterate of drawing and writing, that would be me. I can't do that. And this is kind of, this was something that we saw. And actually, y'all, when we first started dating, man, it's been, oh my goodness, like five years, whatever, like we said last week. Like five years. One of the messages here, I think it was, I think it was Pastor Eric or, or Jonathan, uh, they were talking about this, and they had a triangle. And they said, hey, this is how you should do a dating relationship. This is how it's something you should try. Wouldn't y'all look at each other like, all right, let's try this. This is cool. And this is a really, really cheesy, lame thing to call it. I called it that, and Whitney's like, I'm not going to call it that because you're already, like, way too corny for me. It's like the triangle of love. Isn't that just sweet? Oh. You, I got like half of you guys actually thinking it was nice. All right. Yeah, Whitney doesn't like it either. But hey, the triangle of love. And check this out. If you said, all right, there, there's you, there's me. That's me and Whitney there, okay? And then up here, if we had God at the center, just, just check this out. If we said, all right, we're going to love God first in our life. We're going to put him up here. We're going to strive to be closer to him. And if we do that, right, and then we're going to love each other as ourselves. So we're on an even playing ground here. All right. And, and here's the deal. As we love each other, we got a little heart. Right, we got a little heart there. It's okay, but you know what happens to the Grinch, right? His heart grows like three sizes that day, right? And guess what happens? As we start to love God first, not only does our love for each other grow stronger, guess what? We get closer to God. And it's kind of cool because then it's like, you know what? I want to get closer to God. I want to love God more. I want to try and pray more. I want to try and get more devotions. I want to try and actually do this the right way and have a relationship that honors God instead of putting some physical things in a relationship, which we're going to talk about next week. When we do this, guys, our love for each other Man, it grows. And our love for God, guess what happens? It grows. 
So the big idea here is this. You get closer to God when you do it together. You really do. When you love God and you say, I'm going to put God first in my relationship. I'm going to try this so hard. This is going to be awesome. Then it's going to mean that you and your boyfriend, you and your girlfriend, whatever it is, all of a sudden you guys have a stronger relationship. It's the triangle of love. Isn't that better than any, like, Pythagorean theme or anything you guys have to have at school? I mean, come on, dude. Like, what, uh, A squared plus B squared equals whatever it is. Like, I'm so dumb with math. Okay, guys, this is cooler because you're with the person that you love, and then you're up here with the creator of all things. Hey, if you're sitting out there, and if you think God does not care about your dating relationship, y'all, you could not be further from the truth. So, hey, as we look at this triangle of love here, I want to address a couple people in the room. All right, because I know there's some of us who are like, we're single, and I'm not dating, and this doesn't make sense. You do not have to show hands or hoot and holler. I know you, if you want to, you can, but please don't. All right, we're just about to turn into a corral in here, okay? So, hey, what I will say this, what if you started looking at your relationships like this right here? If you said, you know what, what if I actually say, hey, the first thing in my life is God. I might not have this you over here yet. It's actually just me and God. And what if I said the first priority, the most important thing, the thing I love more than anything else, I want to try as hard as I possibly can to get closer to God. That'd be awesome, right? That'd be great. And then when somebody comes into the picture, it's like, man, I already have some priorities in place. I know what I want to do. This is great. I feel like I have a good relationship with God, which is very, very fantastic. Hey, if you flip this too, maybe you're sitting out here and you're like, you know what? I have a great relationship right now. I'm in a wonderful dating relationship. I love the person. She loves me. This is awesome. But we don't really have God. You know what's really scary about that relationship, y'all? If you're sitting here and it's just you and it's her or it's just you and it's him and there's really no other God, you know where you're finding your fulfillment? You know where you find your happiness? You know where you find your satisfaction? Like, you're supposed to find it in him or you're, she's, he's supposed to find it in her. And the problem is, y'all, if we're trying to find our fulfillment and our identity in that other person, they're going to let us down every time. And they don't mean to, but we're human. We're broken. So that's not going to work. And for people of us in here right now who are like, dude, I'm just single. I'm just trying to figure this whole thing out. Like I said, uh, I think it's like a, it's almost like an airplane scenario. If you're, if you're ever on an airplane, hopefully this would never happen to you. But if you're having some problems on a plane, you know what they say? We're going to release some oxygen masks. They're going to come down. And please, as the oxygen mask come down, be sure to safely place the oxygen mask on your face before you help the person next to you, right? Hey, for some of us right now, we're single, and it's a great, beautiful, amazing, awesome thing because you got to figure out this and this. Because right now, if you were in a relationship, he wouldn't be there. It'd just be y'all. And that would be very, 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 very difficult to have. It's okay if you're working to, to get to this point at some point in time. It's all right. But y'all don't be sitting there saying, man, I wish so badly. I can't believe nobody. No. Yeah, that could happen, sure. Could you stay single forever? Yeah, but it probably won't, okay? Sixth graders, you're going to get there, guys, all right? Girls, give them like a little hoo-ha or something for them. Okay, there you go, all right. Well, I don't know, sixth grade. How about seventh grade, guys? You're going to get there eventually, right? Okay, all right, good. Good, 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 good. Okay, hey, so my, my three big takeaways for y'all as we leave this healthy dating goals part two is this, all right? Yeah, we got the love triangle. It's so important. But the first thing I want to tell you, if you're single or if you're in a relationship, either one, Guys, it is so important to maintain your friendships. It is so, so, so important. You want a goal of a relationship? You should have a relationship with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your husband or your wife one day where you still have friendships outside 
of that relationship. And here's what I mean. Guys, some of y'all jump in a relationship so fast, so deep, so, so with everything you have that you don't have any more friends. And what do you do when that relationship falls apart? That stinks. Hey, girls, have y'all been there before when you, like, fall in love with this guy, you care so much about him, and all you do is talk with him and hang out with him and go to his house and go to the movies, and, like, your whole life is now his life? So when it comes all of a sudden into, like, hey, man, like, he's not with me anymore. Your life is devastated. Yeah, because that was your life. It's so important to maintain friendships if you're in a relationship. If you're single, and if one of your really good friends is in a dating relationship, and you're a little bit salty about it, and you're a little bit jelly about it. You're like, dude, this is beat up. This is messed up. I cannot believe that he's got a girlfriend already. Man, he's still got his braces on, dude. Like, this is terrible. That don't make no sense. Uh, I can't believe that she is actually in a relationship. Like, y'all, have you seen her hair lately? Oh, my goodness. Can somebody tell her about that thing? Like, what is living in there? Okay. Hey, here's the reality. All right. You still need to be friends with that person even if you're upset about it, all right? So try and maintain those friendships, even if the person that you're friends with is dating somebody else. That is okay, all right, guys? Don't lose, don't lose friendships over it. Girls, don't lose friendships over it. I know it's hard, but maintain friendships. Number two, if you're single or if you're dating, it's important to create space. Hey, people who are in relationships, people who are dating, here's the deal. It is so important to have space in your relationship. Again, I mean, physically, too. Some of you guys dating in here are, like, sitting on top of each other, okay? We need to actually have, leave some space for Jesus, right, okay? But secondly, I feel like I'm at, like, an elementary, like, dance or something right now, okay? Hey, you got to create space, all right, in your relationship. If you do everything in the world with that guy or that girl, y'all, that is not very, very healthy. You need to have things that you enjoy doing as well. I, I, I can't stand this. I'll ask, sometimes I ask some of you high school guys, like, yeah, what, you know, what movie are you guys going to see this weekend? And the guy didn't say anything, and she's like, oh, man, I, I cannot wait. We're going to see some, I don't know, some Hallmark or you know, Netflix or some chick flick movie that's coming out. And I'm like, dude, do you want to see that? And he's like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. No, you don't. Like, hey, it is okay to have space and do things that you still enjoy doing because if you don't, your identity will become more with that person, then it doesn't need to be that way, okay? You got to have space. If you, if you are single... It's very important right now to have space in your life and figure out things that you love doing, okay? Like, things that are super important in your life, like if it's going to the gym, if it's playing video games, if it's, if it's hanging out and, you know, just going on hikes, whatever it is, have space in your life so when a relationship comes, you're not all of a sudden like, well, dude, I, I, I'm all in with you. No, 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 no. Space is so important and so healthy. Ask your leaders. They'll tell you in their marriage or in their relationship they're in. Space is super, super important. And lastly, guys, I think y'all probably knew this was coming, but again, at the, the top of the love triangle, you got to have Jesus first, right? You got to have Jesus first. And something that's so important if you're single or if you are in a relationship. Y'all, I don't care where you are. You got to make time for Jesus. Hey, and just, just to kind of be real honest with y'all, like your relationship that you're in right now, the relationship will go basically however you take it, however much energy you put into it, however much time you invest in that relationship. You guys know that. Girls, if he doesn't call you, or excuse me, you guys don't call, or, you know, FaceTime you, yeah. And if he doesn't snap you, I don't know if I said that right. If he doesn't text you, guess what happens? Like, you're like, dude, I, I'm done with him. I don't want to talk to him anymore. You got to invest time in that relationship. Hey, in our relationship with God, if we're not making time for him, you know what happens to our relationship with him? 
It kind of just sits there. And some of y'all are like, I can't believe my life is so over. It's so ruined. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't know what I'm doing. And God's like, hello. Hey, hey, right here. I'm here. Just come. Make time with me. And you know how to make time with Jesus? You know how to actually have him, like, number one in your life? If we jump back to the love pyramid real quick, guys, love triangle. Thank you so much, Kenneth. Probably my biggest, like, thing about this here, y'all, my biggest pet peeve is people are like, I don't know how to have God first in my life. I don't know how to do it. Like, I try and it just doesn't work. No, you're trying. That's perfect. The best way to get God at the top of your life is by trying over and over and over again, daily. Hey, listen, if you don't do it for an hour, that's, people don't do that for an hour. All right, we've got electricity and all kinds of crazy things nowadays. Let's be honest, y'all. We've got distractions. Just have some sort of time with God. If it's five minutes, great. If it's seven minutes, great. If it's in your car between classes, great. If it's in the bus on the way to school, great. If it's before you go to bed, you've you got to have time in that relationship or that relationship won't be there. And, y'all, the one thing we don't want to have happen in our relationships is let that other person be the center of us. Because it's not going to last and it's not going to be a positive thing in the future. All right. Next week, we're going to go a little bit further and we're going to talk about the physical side of this. But right now, guys, I just want us to be encouraged. Snap a picture of this, hold on to this, whether you're dating. And if you need to have a conversation with your boyfriend or your girlfriend and say, like, hey, are we doing this? Are we here yet? Great. If you need to have something just to say, like, this is my motivation for one day, like, this is really where I want to be in my dating relationship, where I have God first, and then we're working towards Him together. That'd be awesome, okay? But let's pray, all right, and then we're going to groups and have an awesome night. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for all the relationships that are in this room. Uh, God, we know relationships are tough. They are messy. Um, there's a lot of breakups. There's a lot of uh, exciting moments. There's a lot of highs. There's a lot of lows. But, Father, I just pray, Lord, for our students that, um, that they'll know they're not alone in their relationship, that they'll also know, God, that that person they're dating is not supposed to be the center of their life. It's not. God, help us to try and put you there. Even if it's only five minutes a day, help us just to try. Help us to try to have you at the top of our lives and, and strive to get closer to you on a daily basis. Help us as a small group to support each other in that. Lord, as, as leaders working with our students, help us there. God, and just please help us to have confidence to know that you want that relationship with us. Even for people out here right now who feel like nobody wants to be in a relationship with them or they are in a tough time. God, that's not you. You want a relationship with us. So help us to try and get that too and keep you first in our life. Father, thank you for those who are here and who, who still aren't really sure about you and this whole following your son Jesus thing. I, I just pray, Lord, that uh, they can take a step closer tonight and have questions. That's a great start. Thank you for Jesus. In his name we pray. Everybody said, amen. Thanks for listening. If you would like to get more information on Impact Student Ministry or The Summit Church, visit us online at thesummitchurch.net.